2: Live from the 6th and Peabody studio and across the Outkick network, this is Outkick 360 with Jonathan Hutton, Chad Withrow, and Paul Kuharski.
1: Glad you're with us for Outkick 360 from 6th and Peabody with Yeehaw Beer and Old Smoky Moonshine. Great crowds on hand for all the NCAA tournament games, all four days here on site you can join us the next time you're in music city swing by say hello at sixth and Peabody. coming up we will get into uh, more of the ncaa tournament news and notes we will dive into the matt ryan trade to indianapolis but all of this is set up because deshaun watson chose cleveland and cleveland chose to give deshaun watson top quarterback money not just top five quarterback money but guaranteed millions that will make him the highest paid quarterback based on guaranteed dollars for the duration of his contract in Cleveland. Five-year contract, they are all in on Watson, and they loved him so much that even if he's suspended, it's not going to be that costly to his wallet because he's only going to have a salary of a million dollars this upcoming season. The way they've manipulated the, the salary cap and the structure of his deal, they gave him a contract so that if he does face suspension, he's only going to lose a couple hundred thousand dollars, because based on the books, he's only counting a million dollars in salary for 2021, or 2022, 2023.
0: I think as low a base as is is allowed for his experience. So, I mean, they get him off the hook for that. They, um, you know, listen, a lot of these deals come out, and says guaranteed um and it's it's papered up right it's from the agent then you see it and you go oh you know it's not really uh or you know some of the guarantees become guaranteed later and you can get out of it or all of that and i thought hut and i don't know if you did um i need to see this thing to see if i don't believe that this whole thing is entirely guaranteed and lo and behold it comes out and it is entirely guaranteed now a lot of people say, "Oh, this changes everything for quarterbacks everywhere." I, I don't know that it does. I mean, they're first off, they're not going to be that many quarterbacks that move this way. And quarterback is a different position. This isn't going to change anything for the best tight end in the game or the best wide receiver in the game. And we'll get to that soon because the best wide receiver in the game also moved in the last couple of days. Um, <clears throat> the Browns were out of this. They were crossed off, and it was down to two other teams. And all of a sudden. It came out. He's going to the Browns. So they sweetened this pot substantially, probably with the guarantees that we're talking about, probably with that minimum, minimum salary that gets his suspension money down to a pittance. Um, and quite frankly, out of those teams, the last two that were in the running were the Falcons and the and the Panthers. This is the best team. This team has the best bones, the Browns. Um, and Deshaun Watson, depending on how many games he's playing can win with this team, though NFC is more favorable. He stays in the AFC. It's not like he wasn't in the AFC. The AFC quarterbacks line up, and he's completely willing to go in and fight with them. Browns look bad. They say they investigated him. It's the obligatory statement. But then the attorney says he didn't check with me on any investigation, which they also couldn't have done without having to answer a billion questions about it. It's sloppy. You know why? Because it's complicated, and he did some stupid stuff borderline criminal stuff, civil suits that are going to cost him a lot in money and reputation and whatever. But Cleveland wants a really good quarterback, and Cleveland got a really good quarterback, and they're going to deal with the ramifications, the extent of which we don't know what they are
3: yet. Well, so they didn't talk to Busby because they said they didn't want to tip the story that they were pursuing him. That's the reason they didn't talk to him. They did speak to his female attorneys. Um, and the the female attorneys, apparently, The the Athletic has the full report about the the behind-the-scenes with everything that went down, but they said this was our research to see if we wanted to take the case uh, with Rusty Harden on it, and they they vouched for Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson continues to say he's completely innocent, 100% innocent. None of this is true, that it's all fabricated. So he's not going to have criminal charges against him, again, is it far-fetched that all these women got together and made everything up? Yes. Absolutely. I have a hard time believing that, but this is, I'm telling you what Deshaun Watson is saying. Now, the, the football side of this with Deshaun Watson, I lost a little respect for Deshaun Watson in this whole process, and here's why. You can't come back after the fact and tell me Cleveland's the best football spot and the spot where you can win immediately only after they gave you the extra year and the contract <laughs> and more money. I, I'm not buying this as yeah. some... The whole story it all came is into focus, The whole story is he played one game in Cleveland it was storming and he hated the experience he had the worst game of his career and that he never really wanted to consider the Browns the Browns came with D and Jimmy Haslam with Stefanski with two other people and that was it they even went to the small office out of the big uh, out of the big conference room in Rusty Harden's building into the small office it was an intimate group they had everything aligned Uh, Stefanski was the one head coach taking notes for Deshaun Watson on stuff he said. He showed the plays they ran with Baker Mayfield, how they would do it. With Watson, he was the one coach honest enough to critique him and tell him what he wanted to do. Very impressed with all this. And the Browns walked out of there, and Deshaun Watson said, cross him off the list at that point because he didn't want to go to Cleveland. And he wanted to go somewhere he's familiar with down south. And then guess what happened? The teams down south didn't give him the contract he wanted, And the Browns blew him away with a contract. And now, oh, Cleveland's the best spot from a personnel standpoint. And they've got the best surrounding pieces to win now. I'm all for the free market and taking the most money. But I'm also not going to sit here and throw a parade for Deshaun Watson and his camp acting like they did the right thing from a football perspective when in the beginning they were going to do the wrong thing from a football perspective because he wanted to go play in the South. That's my piece on Deshaun Watson. Well,
1: well and, and likely, and likely also, those other teams at the time were making a better offer, uh, aside from just wanting to go play in the South. And then it sounds like Haslam came through and gave them uh, everything that they wanted.
3: According to the story, this was always the offer from the Browns, and the other teams didn't even get the chance to match. And then he claims after the fact. They didn't get the chance to match because he always really wanted to go to Cleveland. Yet they told Cleveland no in the beginning because he didn't want to live in Cleveland because he's unfamiliar with the city of Cleveland. It's funny how money changes where you want to so live. So here's, here's my takeaway from that. The Browns had the best offer throughout. He went to Atlanta, Carolina, New Orleans, or Atlanta, New Orleans at least, and said, here's the offer, match it, I'm yours. They said no. Too, and he went back to Cleveland and said, okay, rich, I'll take the best offer. Too rich
0: offer. for my blood.
3: That's what happened. That's, that's what Listen, his agents did throughout.
0: The weather thing to me is always, once you're a plane ride away from where you want to be, you're a plane ride right away.
3: Well, I think the weather thing's from a play perspective. He played awful in right. that weather. I don't think it's about, you know, he's going to, there's heat wherever right. he's going to live. A lot of guys. In Cleveland, he can stay inside if a of, needed. A lot of guys figure out. But I, I just. No, I think you're dead on. I mean, I, I don't. I'm not here to legislate what he did or did not do. It certainly does not look good. But the football side of it, I get you're gonna to take top dollar and do all this, but this story that I read that I mean it is a lot of detail from
0: I seen it yet. It the Watson
3: side it. and from the Brown side. I don't leave this, it's from Jason Lloyd, uh, who's the athletic writer in Cleveland that, that covered the story. But I read it and I think, okay, Deshaun Watson didn't really want to go to Cleveland, and then once Cleveland gave him more money and a longer contract. Now, suddenly, his camp is talking about how the football side of it made more sense in Cleveland than anyone else, when in reality, it was always about the money.
1: Well, it feels like the Browns were negotiating against themselves to some extent. Yeah. Um, Because uh, uh, on top of giving the fully guaranteed contract, they also gave Houston three first-round picks and two others, um, you know, mid-round picks, to have the ability to sign Watson where, I mean, based on what McLean has told us and others, as long as you sold Watson on wanting to go to where, whatever city you were going to be playing in, they were going to take the They were going to waive the, he was going to waive his no trade clause and that was the deal you had to take. And I still look at it, I, I don't think you can end up winning long term in the NFL with going three straight years with absolutely nothing out of the first round. Uh, with the way that the salary cap is set up and the contracts that are set up uh, where your cheapest players on your roster are going to be those guys.
0: Well, here's the other thing, is that it's disadvantageous. It's most disadvantageous for Houston for him to go to Cleveland because those picks will be the worst first-round picks. At least for the first, if it goes well, and it, you're going to get better picks from Atlanta, for sure from Atlanta, and from the Saints' problems. This year, Cleveland should be good, depending on the suspension, depending on the suspension. But Cleveland is has good people and has a good roster.
1: They have a good roster, but you know they have this Who's long history of. Well, they just traded for Jacoby Brissett, so that's done. That's yeah. their backup quarterback, um, and they've traded for him because I think they anticipate uh, Watson missing a few games
0: and they but know still, each other which is probably I mean uh, a little think bit about
1: wild. think about all this grandstanding that the NFL media and the NFL for that matter has done on social issues and this Hello. weekend the story Hello. is Deshaun Watson it's all bs it's all just a bunch of chatter We're and Doug bs guessing. and uh, optics and when the optics aren't favorable for the NFL they take a step back and they push the quarterback to the front of the line and the national media does its job which is stand on top and shout from the rooftops about how great quarterback play is across the NFL and the AFC.
0: And here's the calculus. They don't
1: even, they, they're glossing over the fact of what we spent time discussing in August, September, and October of last year. Here's
0: the calculus, too, right? They will lose some people, right? Some people who are very staunch on the social issue, on violence against women, on hypocrisy, on all of that will peel off the bottom. But the people in the middle and at the top, who are all about football, will get that much more into it. They'll buy that many more jerseys and whatever. And it will more than offset what comes off the bottom and then come out ahead.
3: I think they'll they'll lose some media members for sure. Um, and they already have from what I've seen. I, I just don't know. Call me a cynic. I just don't know how many Cleveland Browns season ticket holders are going to care.
1: Oh, they want to win.
3: Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I just don't. like In terms of... Actual dollars that the Browns won't be getting oh, now come out ahead. Like how many season ticket holders are going to say, "Nope, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm buying all these accusations. This is crap. You would do this. I'm not spending money with the Browns again." I think that number is very, very minimal. And the offset you talked about, Paul, of fans that will jump in now because they believe they have a top five quarterback and a winner in Cleveland for a team that hasn't had one for the forever. first time and since Bernie Kosar, who also didn't win anything. They're going to sign up, and they're going to spend money. Here's, this, here's the two sentences I want to read to you, Guy, about why I'm not buying Deshaun Watson and the football side of this. Cleveland was the first team eliminated. Watson, however, almost immediately had reservations about his decision. So his agent, um, his agent called the Browns and said – sorry, I lost, lost my, my place here – said that they had been eliminated, first team eliminated. Then he went and talked to the other two teams. And then after calling the Browns about a separate player, said, oh, by the way, are you guys still interested in Deshaun Watson? We may be able to revisit that.
0: (laughs) What a phone call. Hey, I'm calling you about uh, Fred. You know, Fred Jones, that running back. Also, all the parameters
3: of the deal were worked out with the Texans and agreed upon before the meeting. For each of the four teams. Before he was eliminated, right. So that part of it was easy. That was done. It just took Deshaun Watson's camp saying, we're going to the Browns. Boom. Then they got the Browns offer.
1: But there's another part of me that says, this is, a, this is a player who a grand jury refused to press forward with criminal charges, with everything lined up, and the national media and the local media and everyone in between uh, breathing down their neck for details. Um, in the eyes of many, the guy's already been suspended. And mm-hmm. he's been guilty of nothing to this point. I only think. only accusations. And I'll also say this. The Atlanta Falcons were willing to bring in Deshaun Watson and get rid of Matt Ryan, who's been nothing boy. but exa- the example of what you want as a franchise guy. They just signed Marcus Mariota, who is the exact replica of the guy off the field. But they were willing to bring in Deshaun Watson. Same goes for New Orleans, Carolina, and Cleveland. So my point is... Uh, you got Peter King who's shouting from the rooftops about how, how embarrassing it is for Cleveland and how he would be saying this about any organization. We have yet to see anything but Deshaun Watson be able to say that he's not guilty of these accusations based on the criminal nature of what went down, and we still we still sit around and wait on the civil cases to be resolved.
0: I, th- I think in the long run, even with whatever the worst-case scenario is out of the civil suits and whatever the worst-case suspension scenario is out of the civil suits, he's going to wind up like three times as bad as Ben Roethlisberger. And Ben Roethlisberger didn't have it so bad. It was relatively quickly forgotten. Ben Roethlisberger won. What was his suspension, Roethlisberger? Six games reduced to four,
1: I believe. I think that's right.
3: Right? Maybe he gets eight games reduced to six.
1: And he settled. He settled out of court.
3: Here's what I don't want. This is the my, my one thing that I do not want to see from the NFL on this. This cannot be a time-served scenario. You I cannot can't. state that he is guilty of something, and he's done something very bad with a lot of women, and then come back and say, but he had to sit last year while getting paid full amount, by the way, the entire time, so it's time-served. It's one of two things. It's either you are saying Deshaun Watson's totally vindicated, which, by the way, the criminal justice system has vindicated him as of right now, That he is right, all these women are wrong, he's telling the truth, they're lying, we believe him, say that, and say no suspension for that reason, or suspend him. Or there's some level of fault here and he gets some sort of suspension. I don't want the cop out of just trying to sweep this under the rug and say... Time served. I, I That's agree. the only thing I don't they've want to say. I agree,
0: that. but I think that they could do that. I think people would be very pissed off at that. The other thing is... But, but Hang on. They're, well, they're, hey, I want, I want Peter
3: King to stay angry then. Yeah. Like they've, Stay
1: angry at the league and risk losing your sources. Well, Peter King is, is mad office, at the league. He's mad at the Cleveland Browns yeah. for signing him. The league set this up. The league has already, based on their non-action in this, they've already said time served. Because Deshaun Watson just signed... A $230 million fully guaranteed contract where only a million of the 230 counts as base salary this year. And the base salary is what he will not be able to earn if he misses games due to suspension. Everything else is in his bank account. So he's already won. The suspension does nothing but punish the Browns. Watson makes out. With a boatload of money and get, it, it doesn't have to really give up anything. He's giving up a couple hundred thousand dollars a game.
0: Well, that's where you hurt him more. That's what I, Peter King, I think, would argue. That's what I would argue. The only thing that hurts players, you have two ways to hurt them, money and games. And so I would say, well, you're screwing with the, con- the, 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 with the money in the contract. You manipulated the contract. So I'm going to up the games. Well, they can I'm up the games, but uh, I'm saying suspension,
1: right? time served would be monetarily because he's already served time when he got by not playing games that, right. because so, he, the, 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 he wasn't going to play in Houston, and Houston couldn't trade him because the league wouldn't act. It wouldn't guarantee that he was going to exactly. be suspended or not. So he's already missed games, and financially, you can't do anything to him. There's nothing the league can do now financially.
0: Here's the sliding scale of NFL justice that we need the answer to, and this is what they'll have to answer at, at some point on this sliding scale of NFL justice, we know what the standard was for the criminal charges, right? Beyond a reasonable doubt. The NFL has used different standards at different times. The Ray Rice standard was one thing, and then there was video and it was something else, right? The outrage sure. went to a different level. So what's their standard on this case? We have no idea. No idea. They haven't said a word. They haven't given an indication but, Chad, I think that's the question what? when it comes to this suspension and discipline.
1: But here's the What's thing. their standard? Here's what their standard. Four owners have already told us the league standard. There are not going to be criminal charges, so they're Therefore, willing to give him the best contract in the NFL. Right. That's what the four owners would have, have had to do in order to obtain Deshaun Watson. So, so for the NFL to claim like they haven't decided anything yet, four of the bosses of the league – just said they were willing to bring this guy on and give him whatever he wants. Sure,
0: but Goodell still operates, quote-unquote, separate of that. Yeah, and we've but, seen him do things to owners, to, to their players, as his own judicial system. It's gotten softer. For a while, hard. I it think was though, really that's harsh. when
3: 31 other owners are in agreement with him, and the one is pissed, <laughs> is when he's allowed to do that. Right. Well, it's going to be interesting. I mean, that's yeah, and
1: there's a reason he keeps keeps getting. And And whose temperature does he
0: take? Like, how outraged is the public right now?
1: I don't think very outraged. Well, but consider this: he's a he's either. So you've got you mentioned who he works for. On one hand, the owner in Houston, the McNair's, are extremely happy with this. They got three first-round picks, two future second and third-round picks, and they get Deshaun Watson away i think they'd like to see him suspended too don't you well maybe but again he's He's it it would be hurting the browns but at this point why does houston care They've washed their hands uh and they they got they got paid to get rid of him like they said they were going to from the jump they got what they wanted and then you have haslam who is desperate for a franchise quarterback same goes for tepper that would have done this um yeah, we blank. Uh, we just gave you the example of what Arthur Blank was willing to do with the quarterback he had versus the guy he wanted to obtain. My point is, you've got owners who are happy with this, and I don't see anyone complaining about what went down. So therefore, I don't know what the suspension. No, may it's end not up being. as
0: much about owners as public.
1: But really, the, they have to. Well, I don't. Find it's not, not as much about the public, public as it is the media members. Yeah. You've got what is, you've got what is Peter the public, King.
3: What, is, what are they going do?
1: Writing his column based on this, but I I don't see where's uh, the rest of it. When I, I, I whenever I pull the up the whenever I pull up the the headlines, all I see is what Watson does for the the outlook of the AFC. It, it no one's pointing back to what happened last King, summer. And King's fall.
0: been pretty singular. I haven't today I haven't he was today he I was. Um, I haven't read everybody else.
1: Uh, from what I've seen, it's been very singular.
0: Yeah, no, because people get bored with it and they're past it. Which is sad.
1: Which means it's all just a bunch of hot air.
3: Yes. That's why, and I know the league is going to do this, I just don't want them to play all sides. Because the easy way out for them is to say, time served, we believe accusers, this is a very serious accusation, but there were no criminal charges, and his suspension was last year. I I want them to take a stand one of two ways. I want them to say, we buy Deshaun Watson, our quarterback... In his uh, denial throughout, he has never wavered in his denial and fighting these charges. So he's not being suspended for that reason, because we buy his side of the story. And then pause or there. Or if he suspends his ass, because you believe the 22 accusers, and you're not going to let him skate on last year alone. That 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 is what I want to see. One of the two. Don't play this down the middle and try to appease every special interest out there
0: in scenario the way a corporations tend to do in scenario a there if he slipped again he would have to get the boom
1: well but he's not he's not slipping, not slipping but again but hang oh, on he might
0: be dumb enough hang on if, a he does, if he
1: does if he does it if he slips again past this year well then financially you can come for the cash because base salary next year is 46 million dollars that's right for the next now it's four one. years right right now it's one so again like you're if you get suspended you're fine based on the games missed and that's the pay that you miss out on weekly your weekly base out pro
0: rated over 18 weeks
1: yeah but if you want to if you want him to miss out on millions then if, if he slips up if he messes up and does this again and you can prove it and you suspend him for it then it's actually going to hurt him in the bank account and not just hurt Cleveland who signed him but again they signed up for it and what's, what they say is there was a thorough look at the background of the situation. A thorough look with his defense attorneys. <laughs> I mean, what a bad look for the NFL if, they, if the Cleveland Browns could do it, but the NFL wasn't willing to do it in September. Well, well, the Cleveland Browns said, way.
3: look, we talked to everyone that has being paid to represent Deshaun Watson, and they cleared him. They said he's fine. <laughs> right. Here's the other it's way. It's amazing. They really did their research on it. He's good to go. Here's the
0: other way. It's not over. I mean, how many weekly press conferences is he going to have Where before it's not an issue anymore?
3: Oh, it'll, it'll go away quick.
1: Well, they still haven't made him available to the Cleveland media. Yeah, it's going to be a circus. They yeah. drug their feet on announcing and confirming all this, too, until uh, yesterday. Got, I got, but, Paul, to your question,
3: I think there will be one press conference where he has to answer a bunch of questions about it, then it'll go away, unless there's new info. After well, that.
0: they'll say he'll answer no further questions about it. Good media will continue to ask questions about it, despite that, to make it uncomfortable um, and to make it clear that they're not going to be dictated to what uh, what is on and off uh, the, the table, so to speak. But that's awfully easy for him.
1: Coming up, we discuss Matt Ryan, who was caught in the shuffle of this. Atlanta, according to reports, kept Matt Ryan in the loop on all of the terms and negotiations that they were doing behind the scenes for Deshaun Watson. Ultimately, he chooses Cleveland, and then today, Atlanta chooses to trade Matt Ryan. We'll tell you why it came down today, came down to a roster bonus, and what this does for the Indianapolis Colts, who have just obtained a franchise QB at the age of 37. That's all straight ahead on OutKick360.
2: What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Been a lot of movement over the last
1: three weeks across the NFL. Outkick 360 rolls on. Glad you're with us across the Outkick network. Great stations like Sports Radio 104.7 in the Upper Cumberland, Fox Sports Shoals with Muscle Shoals Alabama, Florence and Huntsville, Alabama. We say hello. Somo Sports Radio in Missouri. Shout out to our great friends there. You can follow us on Twitter at Outkick 360. Matt Ryan is now the quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts. This is a great situation for the Colts and for Matt Ryan, who has got to feel a lot like Deshaun Watson in a way. He, I don't know if he got to pick his destination, but this was the destination that Baker Mayfield certainly wanted. He wanted to end up in any because they can win. They're, they're set up defensively and they have a solid offensive line, a run game that you can lean on. Matt Ryan enters a, a spot where not only can he immediately become a leader, he can be, he, he joins a, a playoff contender.
0: This is the beauty of the NFL offseason now. I mean, when this thing started, there's no way in the world Matt Ryan thought, I'm going to wind up on the Colts. And there is no way when the Colts just a couple weeks ago cut oh. ties with Carson Wentz that they thought, you know what? We're, we're fine. We're going to end up with Matt Ryan. I mean, we're talking a lot, a lot of possibilities. Virtually every one of them except for the far-fetched idea of them being able to get Russell Wilson or get Aaron R- Rodgers, which I think were far-fetched all along because of the resources they didn't have to make that big trade. Every res- every alternative we talked about, we were saying, is this guy even better than Carson Wentz? This guy is
1: better than Carson Wentz. Oh, yeah, and, and the situation. So let's let's line up how the Colts made out with all this because, look, they end up losing a first round pick because they signed Carson Wentz. It turned into a first round when Sunk he played. Cost. Yeah, so they 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 lose a first round pick. So they, they did lose something. But they gain Matt Ryan. They it's addition by subtraction alone by losing Carson Wentz.
0: Gained two third rounders. In they that give deal.
1: up a third round pick. Uh they did. They gained a third round pick in that deal that could be a second and with Washington. Third. So
0: and then give up probably one of those. In they this. gave
1: up a third-round pick in exchange for, for Matt Ryan. They have Atlanta, who has to eat $40 million in dead salary cap space. Is that the new record? That's the new record, uh, $40 million. Uh And prior to all this going down, w- w- Atlanta was setting itself up to move Ryan because they were going in on Deshaun Watson and they needed a trade partner. They reduced Matt Ryan's cap hit this year by nearly $10 million. So his cap hit is only uh, what twenty-eight million. It was like thirty-eight, forty million yeah, somewhere around there. They
0: saved ten million dollars with this trade, which is crazy.
1: Yes. They got it down from fifty to forty. So it's they end up and
0: they paid him seven point five today.
1: And a great yeah. So that's why the trade happened today. The the deadline there was a roster bonus for Matt Ryan that he agreed to push, to back. push back over the weekend. And well, this was last Wednesday off. or Thursday. The the Falcons were keeping Matt Ryan in the loop on all of this, and he agreed to push back that $7.5 million roster bonus to today at 3 p.m. And that would be 3 p.m. Central. And it turns out half hour ago, it was the deadline that moves Matt Ryan, and he ends up in Indianapolis today, so and he's now, paid $7.5 million for doing so. So
0: now Atlanta goes with Marcus Mariota and likely a draft pick and suffers the salary cap stuff. Now, look, usually that's going to hurt. I think Atlanta's going to be hurting this year. But Philadelphia last year swallowed 35 or something like that, which was previously the biggest in history for Carson Wentz and got a playoff spot with Jalen Hurts. So you can survive this lump. But this really is the worst of the salary cap situation. You take a huge lump for a quarterback, swallow it, and get back to level next year where you can start to function again Without some big obstacle and, uh, in your cap,
1: I'll, I'll say I, I think this ends up working out well for Arthur Smith as well. Also, he gets a year and of Terry credit. Fontenot because not even credit. I mean, he he now moves forward with all their first round picks in place. And if they end up with Deshaun Watson, they they have yeah, Deshaun Watson. They don't have a very good that's roster a bad right roster,
0: now as compared to Christian.
1: and they were going to end up if you just go by trades, they're going to end up giving out their this year's first round, which is seventh overall, I believe plus two other future first round picks and a second and a third I, I just don't think that would work out well for a young head coach trying to build uh his framework around an organization that's in rebuild mode you I,
0: really have to hit home runs with mid round picks yeah, undrafted drafted free agents mid middle tier free agents is building a whole different i think way. it
1: works out okay for for the falcons even though uh just short term and looking at it today they lose Matt Ryan and they don't gain Deshaun Watson. Well, what Watson you is, what
0: you need, Hunt, You you said Pickett. It. If it's Pickett or whoever it is, yeah. Arthur Smith really needs to love the guy, and he and his staff really need to develop the guy. If that happens, they're, they'll be fine. But if this quarterback draft turns out to be all duds and not developable, then they're in trouble.
3: Well, they're not they're not making this move if they feel that way. I mean, I, I fully believe they make this move knowing there is one quarterback. Maybe it's Pickett. Maybe it's someone else, but there's one quarterback they believe in. They could
0: think, we'll bottom out this year. We'll end up with the top three pick next year where there are good quarterbacks. And we'll be a year worse. What a vote worse. of confidence in Marcus Mariota. <laughs> and we'll be a year worse. Uh, you know what, we'll, we'll be, bring
3: in Mariota, we'll bottom out, and then we'll take Bryce we'll Young be great, a year from We'll now. be
0: in great cap situation, we'll and, we'll, and we'll start out with Bryce Young. They so could,
3: let's, uh, that's you're a right. conceivable situation. No, scenario. you're right. Absolutely. So let's look at the Colts side of this. Is Terrific. the realistic goal now for the Colts going into the season, AFC South championship? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. They're looking at this move I mean, they almost caught saying, the Titans last year. We're the best team in the AFC South. If you're the Colts, I'm not saying what's going to happen. Yeah. I'm saying roster to roster, Matt Ryan versus Ryan Tannehill, we are the best team in the division now. Yeah. It's still a long offseason, and there's draft and everything else, but is that the goal for the Colts?
0: Absolutely. I asked Chris Ballard at the Combine, you know, I understand the bigger picture, but you've lost the division now a couple years in a row to the Titans. Do you build with the Titans in mind as a target? And he said, listen, I have a great deal of respect for Vrabel and Robinson and Derrick Henry and all of that, but no. Bigger picture for us. Very deep conference. We have to think bigger than that. And they're certainly thinking we're winning the division and we have to build this team thinking about Kansas City, Cincinnati, Buffalo all the all the big horses
1: well think about this too Let, let's also add this in because i don't think this will be mentioned very much if not matt ryan who indianapolis would have likely ended up with it's either baker mayfield or jimmy garoppolo oh. whichever way you want to and if it's jimmy garoppolo there is no way to compare the two no matter if you look at the win percentage and however you want to try to quantify <laughs> okay they should have gone with jimmy g they don't have to give up as much whatever um for for me, I just look at Matt Ryan and the games. He, he has missed one game since 2009. He has started every game 11 of the past 12 seasons. He's, he's the guy. He's and you excellent can against on.
0: the Blitz. Uh, now, meanwhile, the don't have to Blitz, but other teams are going to Blitz.
1: Jimmy Garoppolo, by the way, that's 193 games. He's, he's started 192 right. of them. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo has started 45 of the 84 games available in San Francisco. There is a huge difference between the two and guys you can count on. And it goes back to my overriding theme for the mandate that's, that's out there in Indy, whether public or behind the scenes. Uh, Frank Wright can keep his job now. Same goes for Chris Ballard. Because if you go with Jimmy G, there's a lot of uncertainty there. He's starting half your games. You can't do it by keeping Carson Wentz, but with Matt Ryan, not only can you keep your job, you can win the division. And you can do some damage in the postseason. Because now you can build through the run game. And Ryan is fully capable of being able to distribute the football whenever defenses shut down the run.
0: Matt Ryan's cap number with the Colts this year, over or under, twenty three million.
1: Well, they're not having to restructure anything with him. I thought it was going to be twenty eight million.
0: Is it? Is it not over, or has it changed? It's twenty three point seven five, according to Spotrac which yeah. is a very reasonable quarterback well, number. Me, now they're yeah.
3: swallowing Wentz money. Let me throw this question at you guys. Is it as simple as they don't reach the playoffs and it's a reset with head coach and general manager?
0: In, yes. In, in, in Indy?
1: If you don't reach the playoffs with seven teams in the AFC... Oh, they're reaching the playoffs. Yeah, you, you've got to reach the playoffs, Jack. I mean, they got seven well, pro I, bowlers I, I'm and just, this I'm quarterback?
3: Curi- I ask that because I'm just very curious about expectation. expectations. Expectations different from every team based on their window that they're in. Right at the end of the year, it wasn't good enough. With you know, it's got John Robinson in tears at the combine talking about losing in their first playoff game after being the number one seed and having a great season and winning the division. But they lost their only playoff game, and that was a letdown for the season. So, with Indy, is it just as simple as saying, Make the playoffs, everybody's safe, don't make the playoffs, everyone's fired, or is it a win the division? And you're fired? Is it a win a playoff game and you're fired? I'm just trying to set level expectation for Matt Ryan as Colts quarterback versus Carson Wentz as Colts quarterback.
0: I, I think some of it'll be shape of the season, but I think if they make the playoffs and are trending in a good direction, uh, uh, Ursay will be much happier.
1: But as you sit there right now,
0: AFC so hard. I mean,
1: I think if we if you did a poll across the country, are the Colts a playoff team? The answer is yes. If you did that with Carson Wentz, the answer is no. I mean, we're basing that off of what we just saw and, and the other quarterbacks in the AFC. Well, here's the other
0: thing. The whole world picked the Colts to win the division. Why? Because nobody liked Ryan Tannehill. Now, new evidence is in. Ryan Tannehill absolutely bombed in the playoffs. Right. And the Colts just got a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Well, where's the money going? You a, said the odds are even. They're not going to be on, even for long. No, no,
3: not a Super Bowl winning oh, quarterback. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. A guy was w- up 28 to, to 3 in the Bowl. Super Bowl. Yeah. Went <laughs> to he, a Super Bowl. He won an MVP.
0: Went to a Super Bowl. Won yeah, an he's, a, he's
3: a former league MVP yeah. and a guy who got his team to a Super Bowl. If
0: you want to bet on the Titans, bet on them right now because the odds are... are, are no, wait. Because the odds are going in the Colts' <laughs> all favor gonna go. very quickly. That's right. So wait, wait, wait.
1: Uh, speaking of wagering, though, you can make your first wager at fanduel.com slash OK360. okay 360 uh, $5 uh, can win you $150 on the NCAA tournament. This means, and this goes through the entire tournament, if it's your first bet, you can pick any game in the NCAA tournament, $5 to win 150 in site credit, even if you lose. That's at FanDuel.com slash OK360. FanDuel.com slash OK360. Coming up, Juju Smith-Schuster to the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll discuss the Chiefs roster. Uh, Lyle Collins to Cincinnati as they continue to rebuild their offensive line for good reason to protect Joe Burrow. And Robert Woods uh, obtained by the Titans uh, for a future sixth-round pick. And we'll get into the details of that acquisition. Robert Woods, solid number two wide receiver, coming off of a severe knee injury uh all of that and more in our headlines and we'll get back into the NCAA tournament as well and we'll discuss coach K and Gonzaga that being the top storyline of the NCAA tournament going into the sweet 16 rest in peace John Clayton a long time NFL insider one of the first quote-unquote insiders for the league um my first uh, thought when thinking of John Clayton is his hits on Center, the ones that would repeat with Dan Patrick and Rich Eisen and the entire uh, group, Scott Van Pelt. Uh, passed away late Friday, I believe, and uh, in his mid-60s. But uh, a guy who was always extremely uh, genuine, nice, courteous. Uh, you could talk to him no matter where you were in the media – um, and you, you felt like the guy knew you, he, he had a, uh, there's a gift to that. There's certain people that you can talk with and you feel like you've known them for five years. And John Clayton's one of those people that no matter who you were, he was going to give you the time and effort and acknowledgement of someone who was trying to learn something about the NFL. And he did that too, in all of his media circles, uh, and in his investigative reporting and digging up things, uh, whenever he worked for ESPN and when he didn't, um, just a great guy. I'll miss him uh, and our interactions with him whenever we would travel. I was stunned when I saw this this headline. This, you know, anyone that passes away and you're not expecting it, you know, you automatically do a double take. But with him, I don't know. I just, uh, it caught me off guard Friday and uh, definitely wanted to give mention to that because he's been a great friend of the show and to us individually over the years.
0: Reporters uh, closer to him, than I am, who I immediately checked in with when I heard didn't know that uh he had been in the hospital. It was a short stay um uh, and stunning news, like he said. Listen, uh John Clayton for somebody coming up on the beat when I did, uh, was somebody you had to know who who helped with information. Most big time reporters don't help you with information. He would help you with a salary um or an agent's phone number. And um, for me personally, in 2008, when I got the job covering the AFC South at ESPN, the eight of us that got those jobs all had John Clayton blessings, which was a key to getting in there. So he was a vital guy in, uh, in my career. And um, I think it was Pelicero who told the story on NFL Network today on a clip that's floating around. There was a huge gathering for dinner at Harry and Izzy's probably um, at the Combine where we convinced John Clayton to send his first tweet. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <clears throat> and
0: and I think Peter King was already having a first tweet up. It was the infancy of the tweet, tweeting and tweet ups. And, John, and so... We were egging him on to try to get him a match Peter King to send his first tweet. And we were tweeting everybody, hey, John Clayton's about to tweet. And he's going to do this and everything. Then he spelled Kevin Seifert's name wrong in the tweet <laughs> while he was sitting next to Kevin Seifert, and it was a big deal. And we were all just egging everybody on. And John loved when he was the same thing with the ponytail and the commercial and yeah. stuff. And he was a, uh, had a lot of idiosyncratic stuff to him that made him fun. And he wasn't embarrassed by that. He kind of embraced it and loved the attention for it and made him a, a really fun guy.
3: He was one of the first guys when I, when I started out going to the Super Bowl and trying to book guests that was a famous person and reporter because of that commercial and because of always seeing him on ESPN at the time that you would approach, I would approach, and he was the least intimidating person. You know, if you're, uh, if you're 22 and starting out and you walk up to someone you see on TV all the time, In the back of your mind, you're thinking, oh, please don't be mean to me. Please don't shut me down immediately. Please don't be different than what I thought. And John Clayton was far better than what I ever expected. I mean, he's one of the most accommodating people that I've ever dealt with. He would make time to go do an interview. He would sit and chat with you uh, from time to time. Just such a nice person Uh, was always my, my interaction with him and really good at his job. You know, I think very underrated for the job he did as an, an NFL reporter. He, he was terrific. Really, there was a
0: breakthrough when ESPN um, was truly journalistic, where it changed what you had to look like to be on TV. And John wasn't, uh, you know, a TV star, good looks guy. And you know, a lot of his friends in writing reviews of him have, have called him geeky. And I think he would say, have said that he was geeky. And he made it fine to be a geeky guy who had a lot of information be on TV, and that opened doors for a ton of people. If you had good information and you could interpret it and dissect it and convey it well, you could be on TV no matter whether you had a ponytail real or imagined, yeah, uh, or not. Well, and he, he was big in terms of that movement. He which was just was a so big
1: deal. I just remember him for his delivery. He was so crisp and concise with with the reports that he would bring. Uh, to news ESPN, man. right, and and he was fresh off of a. He's a writer, but was able to make the transition to on camera well because he could he could talk in thirty second sound bites and give you every bit of information you needed, in and out with all of the, the trade news or big signings or whatever it might be, coaching firings, uh, and again, just going back to what Chad was saying, if you called him, he would pick up the phone and he would have time for you.
3: He never said no to uh, our shows. Well, yeah. and he was great across different disciplines. You know, he
1: hosted that show
3: in Seattle, and, and when you had him on as a sports talk guest, he knew the appropriate amount of time to give you an answer to a question, but give you a lot of information and opinion during that allotted time. And Hutton, like you said, in a short-segment television world where you have 30 seconds or a minute to get those hits in on the NFL pregame show or Sports Center or whatever it was, he was brilliant. Doing that every time and giving you every bit of information you needed.
0: ESPN did not treat him well enough at the end. Um, And he didn't make a big deal out of that. And I think people didn't make a big deal out of that on his behalf because he wouldn't have necessarily liked it. But he faded into the background in Seattle in a way that he shouldn't have had to.
1: And he he was very good with the salary cap. Terrific. You know, just understanding it. And I'll never forget the story back in the late 70s of him being not just ridiculed by the Steelers organization, but he was covering the Steelers and yes. reported that they had used shoulder pads in a mini camp practice, which was illegal at the time. The players hated him for it too because they ended up losing a third-round draft pick. Fans certainly hated him for it. And the Steelers were penalized by a third-round draft pick and he stood up for the rules and reported the news. Uh, an example of what he was young and... What we came to know him for as the national reporter. Won't be the same without him. Absolutely not. Headlines when we return, including the Titans' big trade over the weekend for a legit wideout. What's his availability like? That's next. So now kick 360.